Hey everybody, here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack a Day podcast. I'm Steve Perch, joined as always by Sarah Kelleher, Dusty Evesley. Guys, we um, hmm, we don't got a lot going on. Woo! Just just being honest, just being honest. It is full on off season. Um, but let's start. Let's just start with you guys. How are you guys doing, Dusty? What's going on in uh, Kentucky? Not much, man. I was telling you guys, I got. Uh, I think they started a little late this year, but got the first hint of fireworks uh, outside my window tonight. So, you know, we got that right around the corner. But yeah, do listen, doing good. I'm wrapping up a series for Cheesehead TV, so I'm still in football world for another couple of weeks, and then we're gonna figure it out from there. But it's been it's been a pretty nice off season, and, and hopefully this dead period won't last, won't feel like it lasts too much longer. I guess. No, any anytime I see think of like Kentucky and fireworks, all I think of like is dudes without teeth and like drinking moonshine and like shooting guns off in the air and oh, so you've been here. fireworks. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just want to make sure that that was accurate. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> not, not where I live, but yes, I, I do know some folks that, 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 that I can <laughs> certainly describe. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure uh, you know, it's always just the image that I have in my head and I just, you know, want to make sure that that was the way that it, like, that, that, that's the way that it, that it was. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sarah, and then transitioning to Florida, <laughs> Sarah, how Same are thing. you? <laughs> I'm good. I, mean, I actually just returned to Florida. I took a trip to see my friend that lives right outside of D.C. over the weekend. We went to the Ed Sheeran concert, so that was awesome. Um, I have no voice, and my throat is killing me, and I'm not sure if it's because I traveled and I got sick or if it's because I yelled too much at the concert or a combination of both, but we battled through. We're here. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of football going on, but I'm looking forward to, you know, long weekend, holiday weekend, all that good stuff, and at least getting to talk to you guys uh, in the middle of all of it. Very cool. Um, yeah, not too much going on in Wisconsin outside of all the uh, smoke coming down from the Canadian fires. And it's like legit real. It's kind of crazy. Um, I had to go out and do a couple of things for work today and deliver a couple of checks 
uh, to some some partners that I work with, and I, it was one of those things like you you read about it and you, you're like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And I legit was driving just down main roads, and you there was just this overhang of haze, and it was pretty crazy. So, and I look to to be honest, like I was feeling some things in my chest while just barely walking around and i was like whoa this is uh so yeah it's it's pretty crazy up here in wisconsin but hopefully within the next few days it'll kind of all clear out but guys let's uh let's let's get into the packers news the one piece of packers news that we have first round draft pick lucas van s officially signed so uh well yeah what are we feeling here dusty how does that uh does that, does that tug on your heart emotions at all? Impacts my life in so many ways. <laughs> so much. So I was much. like, man, is he going to sign? Because, you know, there's been so many holdouts since the rookie mm-hmm. wage scale mm-hmm. went into effect. Um, I, I think if, I've, if I'm counting correctly, I think it's been zero since that's got into effect. So I've been really worried um, that they haven't, that they weren't going to be able to do it. Uh, no, it's it's fine. Uh, I mean, I was looking at the money. It looks like projections, whatever. It's 17.4 over four years, close to $10 million signing bonus. It it all that's all in line. It's first round pick. What is it? Thirteenth. This seems fine. I think Musgrave and Jaden Reed are the only two unsigned now, which yeah. they they will be signed. I am I am mm-hmm. also worried about that. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. I mean obviously it, it to me it's a little weird. The second round picks haven't signed and the first round pick signed, but hey, I mean that's just to me it's like who the kid is. He wants to get the work. He wants to get in. Wants to get things done. And like you said, they'll get the second round pick signed, and the whole class will. The whole class will be there, and it's going to be unbelievably cool, unbelievably fascinating to see what transpires with these kids. But, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited that at least he's just kind of taking care of everything. So, guys, that's it. We're done. Uh, good night. We're see you just, next week. Yeah. Next Have week? a good nope. one. Uh, Final thoughts, ha- anyone? Happy <laughs> July 4th. Um, okay. However, I do have some breaking um, – Packers podcast news for us. So uh, next week we are technically supposed to be having the July Fourth episode. So we will be we would be recording on July Fourth. And I just got some confirmations that uh, our good buddy Matt Schneidman is going to be available to pre-record with us. Nice. And oh. so next week, uh, July fifth, you will have an episode with. Uh, Matt Schneidman joining us and talking all things Packers offseason and everything that's going on. So that was pretty cool. So I just literally got that DM right now. So, you know, figure we talk about it. But That's, that's exciting. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It's always fun when he joins us and he's always got amazing content and fun stuff to, to talk about, whether it's Packers or not Packers stuff. So. But let's jump in. Let's jump into some of these questions that we got from Twitter because we literally have nothing else to talk about. First one, what do you think of a Reed turning into the Stefan Diggs type of player? I mean, I'll start. That'd be really freaking cool. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I long mean, if you, yeah, like legit, like it, if Reed turns into a top five wide receiver in the NFL, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think uh, everyone would be happy about that as long as the off the field antics and you know not showing up when you're supposed to show up doesn't translate over. And we're just talking about skills on the field. 
yeah, this would be pretty awesome. I think all of us that are Packers mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. go to bed at night and we lie awake thinking about what if and the possibilities. Um, so this would definitely be one I'd love to see. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But hey, it's the hope that kills you. So I'll just keep <laughs> I'll just keep hoping. I think it'd be terrible. I hope he's woefully <laughs> mediocre. That's that's my dream for him is that he is he is fine. He is either average or slightly below average is all I hope for Jaden Reed. Yeah, I mean, I hope he burns out and then goes to the CFL and is just amazing up there. Mm-hmm. I think that, that, uh, that's yeah. the dream. That's the dream. That's the, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusty, this one was aimed for you. We kind of poo-pooed it but because you, you were using some inappropriate terminology uh, to describe it. <laughs> but David Davis wants to know, do you have a favorite designed running play? If so, what is it? I was talking about kind of being silly and being like, you know, I, I always enjoy the, the halfback draw where the the running back is sitting there pretending they're blocking and then the the quarterback you know puts the ball into their into their stomach and then they go and you mm-hmm. delightfully referred to that as a reach around and decided you did a that. hand movement when you were showing I did I did do a hand movement you're right um, thank God that we don't do a video podcast here <laughs> but is there a favorite running play that you enjoy I know you focus a lot more on the the passing stuff but is there one that you really like enjoy seeing? I like a uh, big fan of trap just cause you, I mean, it's, it's hard to talk about, you know, the, a ton of that stuff here, but really it's you're you're unblocking. Every, everyone's seen it's one of those, like when you see it, like, Oh, okay. I know what that is, but you're leaving a guy at the second level, typically unblocked. You got a guy like you're one of the offensive linemen is angling away from him. So he thinks he has a free runner and then you pulling a guard over, pulling a tight end over someone hitting him and you're opening that, that room behind him. It's one of those that, I mean, middle schools, high, everyone runs trap, but when that's perfectly executed, it's, it's just absolutely beautiful to watch. So I'll go, I'll go with the, with trap, really anything with pullers. I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything that has any kind of like pulling guards. Maybe that's the uh, green Bay Packer fan in me. You know, I see the, sure. see the Lombardi sweep and you're like, well, that's beauty. That's what I want. But yeah, I think uh trap is the, is the first thing that comes to mind. Sarah, do you have a favorite running play to talk about? No, I'm going to just let Dusty cook here. Like, this is not my place. I know this question was not for me, and I respect that. Valid point. (laughs) Next question is from Jacob. Uh, What are the chances Bo Melton makes an impact this year as a gadget speed threat? Food question, what is your preferred 4th of July meal and or snack? So, uh, Sarah, let's start with you on this one. Yeah, what are the chances? Uh, maybe like 10, 20%. I don't think he's going to be a huge impact player, but he is fast as hell. He's actually the fastest 40 time on the team, 4.34. Watson's 4.36. So, hey, maybe maybe there's a few plays here and there, but I don't really think he's going to be a, a big threat that you know we're, teams are preparing for every week. But there might be something spicy every now and then, and I'll look forward to that. Um, as far as my preferred 4th of July meal or snack, I feel like love a good hot dog on 4th of July, pasta salad, potato salad, any of that is pretty good. This is going to sound stupid, but I feel like watermelon on the 4th of July is always really good. Fresh watermelon. Why is that stupid? I don't know. Like, I feel like you guys would make fun of me. Like you picked fruit, but it's good on with the 4th of July meal. Mixed with everything else. You know, Dusty and I, we, we can, you know, evolve as people, Sarah. 
And I, I can't. Yeah, we were talking. I'm, no, I'm really we, offended by the our fact conversation we, around the run play earlier shows that we can't we can't grow that much. Yeah, <laughs> I know how this works. We've been doing this long enough. You say this now and you gaslight me and be like, "Why would you say that? Why would you say that's so weird?" But if I well, I mean, if it, you have a stupid answer, I'm going to call you out on it. But if I but didn't there's have no it, fruit, there, there's I like instead of making so. instead of making fun of you for it, Sarah. Like he made fun of you for thinking we were going to make fun of you for exactly, it. exactly because I prefer. It. If I didn't preface it, he'd be like, "Wow, you picked a fruit. That's so lame." But instead, I called out that it was already lame. So he. Oh, I was actually starting to laugh at the fact that you picked hot dogs, but whatever, that's fine. On the Fourth of July, I feel like yeah, that's no, a that, classic. That's also on my list. That's also on my list. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's not sure. what I would choose every day. Usually, I'm a hamburger over hot dog gal. But on Fourth of July, always go hot dog. Love the wieners. Yep. <laughs> And there's that maturity, that growth <laughs> that we were just talking about. Hey, Dusty, Dusty pointed out that there's no maturity or growth between us, so I had to lean into it. Yeah, this is on me. You're right. This is on me. I mean, this I is his somebody, fault. This is not my fault. I was trying to. I was trying to grow as a person. I was trying to grow as a person. He told me it wasn't possible, so I just leaned into it. You're gonna do a notes app apology tomorrow. Like, I'm I'm learning and growing every day. <laughs> And I'm trying my no, best. This is who I am. I apologize that for not accurate at all. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my answer. <laughs> Turned up more controversy than I was expecting. You would have thought I said fun dip or something. Like <laughs> Never gonna live that down. I'm gonna be on my be on you my. You said it was down. a snack, Dusty. It is. It and is. And they did I, ask favorite Fourth of July meal and by or snack. And or snack. They knew. They knew <laughs> uh, the red, white, and blue frosting or whatever. That's right. <laughs> uh, Bo, Bo Melton. Bo Melton. I'm, I'm with Sarah. 10 to 20%. I had low. I didn't put a percentage on it. 10 to 20%. Sounds fine. He's fast. But one of the things that excites me about the wide receiver room is like there's more speed, functional speed in the wide receiver room than there's been in years. Besides Watson, Dobbs ran like a 4-4-7. Toure ran a 4-4-3. Jaden Reed, the Packers collected him at a 4-3-7. Like they've, they've got speed there. So if they want to use someone, and that's without, you know, if they get someone like Tyler Goodson out there running some of that, the, that, the kind of jet sweep package stuff, uh, I, I think Bo Melton is very intriguing. But as a seventh-round pick, he's yet to step foot on the field. I, I don't know that he's, he's played an offensive snap since he came to the league last year. It seems low, but he is intriguing. I just think the Packers have a lot of speed uh, and guys who can who are probably better receivers now uh, than that. So, yeah, I'd say low, although it would be fun. Uh, snacks, hot dogs, Steve, hot dogs. I'm, hot. I'm big on hot dogs on the 4th of July. Um, I mean, the other big things, yeah, I mean, watermelon's big for me as well. I'd say every, every year on the 4th, uh, my mom makes homemade ice cream and we go over to our parents' house and we have homemade ice cream. She'll do strawberry, chocolate chip, and she started doing this like uh, – uh, Butter pecan, where it's it's like toasted butter pecan uh, ice cream. That's absolutely incredible. How do you toast butter? I don't know. She does it in the barrel. She like toasts it ahead of time and like she puts it on the sides of the barrel and it mixes in when you mix it. It's insane. It's just absolutely insane. So that that's uh that's my Fourth of July snack. Okay. Uh, Bow Mountain. I'm gonna say zero. Like I I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but man, like. Like you just said, does he seventh round pick? Like, do you really expect too much out of this dude? Like, it'll be fascinating to see. Like, I feel like the wide receiver room is already full of the guys that they like, and it's going to be a lot for him to crack that. So, maybe it's the special team stuff that gets him through. But uh, right now, I'm not buying into it. If I if that changes, that's amazing. But 
right now, yeah. Not too much for me. Fourth uh, of July meal and or snack. You know, anything that's on that's coming off the grill. You got brats, you got Italian sausages, you got ribs, whatever it is. Uh, and <laughs> what else is in that family? Sarah's like oh, using your hands, like, come on. Yeah, there. No, I'm not. Oh, it sure it, sounds so. like Steve is using fancy words for hot dogs. Yeah, How about that? Sounds like he basically <laughs> went out of his way. He said brats, which were like close in family to the hot dog, and just didn't I live in Wisconsin, so brats are not in the close family of hot dogs. Not even close. They're definitely cousins. Like they're <laughs> related in some way. That's like that weird cousin that you don't want to talk to. Yeah, but it's cheap what? and delicious. They're entertaining, and they always follow through. So <laughs> Yes, I would prefer a brat. I would prefer Italian sausage. I would prefer ribs. And uh, the the other thing that I always enjoy, my mother does homemade potato salad. Ooh. And so that's always like, especially if you get the potatoes, like right after they're done boiling, they get peeled and it's still warm. Man, like that is always, always a good treat is the uh, the homemade potato salad. So, no, I'm not going to say it, Sarah. Sorry. <clears throat> Next question from Humbug. Most likely training camp free agent signing. Dusty, who are the Packers going to bring in that's going to shock the world? Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good. And that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses, and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly, and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them, and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
I know. I was looking at this. I was looking at some guys. I mean, I, what I wanted to say was uh, was big dog Mercedes Lewis, just because he is not signed anywhere yet. He said he wants to play, but a lot of times it seems like when the Packers kind of cut those guys loose at this point, they don't have any intention to bring them back. I'm going to go. What's his last name? Matt Ioannidis, who's been playing with the Panthers. Uh, 29 year old, kind of a run stuffing defensive tackle. Get some help on the line there. He's been fine. I think a, an unspectacular player, but a good player, especially against the run. So he's a guy I've kind of had my eye on. That that would be uh, would be cool to kind of see brought in. A lot of times those defensive tackles that wait around until now that their price tag is not that high. So that's a uh, I don't know about likely, but that's that's the guy I've been keeping an eye on. Okay. Sarah, what about you? They're going to get Julio Jones. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is really tough. I I don't – my honest answer is I don't think they're going to get anyone. I think no. they're going to get absolutely no one. They seem to be content with what they have. Um, so that's what I'm going with. It might seem like a cop-out, but I truly don't no, think – I, I think that's a – like, I know I can be a jackass to you quite a bit, but I think that's a very fair answer. Like, the way that they are operating right now, I think that's probably my answer too. Yeah, um, like I looked at the list and I was just like, I don't see a world where the dollars work for some of the guys that are in the you know top third that are available. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think it makes sense to get a guy that they don't think is worth it. And I don't know. I mean, nobody, like stuck, a, nobody stuck out to me. I would love DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I mean, just not but at he's all. He's basically said like, like I don't care if I get a ring, I want money. Is basically what 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 yeah. Nuke's uh, Nuke's uh, conversation has been around signing. <laughs> Seems mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that'd be cool, but that does seem unlikely, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Next question: Matt Pickett um, wants to know what three NFL stadiums, apart from Lambeau, would you most want to visit? I'm going to kind of cut this short. If you have three, that's awesome. What's like the one that you would want to go to? Uh, just to kind of keep it a little more simple. And Dusty, you had put out a fifth element GIF with mm-hmm. asking for questions. So Matt wants to know what's your favorite non CGI action sci fi fantasy movie. So Sarah, let's start with you. What? Uh, where would you want to go in the NFL stadium world? Yeah. So I have three. Um, okay. It would be Arrowhead. I'd love to see a Chiefs game there. I've heard nothing but good things. So I've also heard there's great food in the town. Fan base is crazy. Barbecue. And, yep. Yeah. And lots of fun. So that seems like one that would be on my list. Um, and then the last two are more just because I feel like they'd be super cool to see. Um, and it's Allegiant Stadium, which is the Raiders' new stadium. Everyone has talked about how crazy it is. I think when Devontae Adams was traded there. He said it was like a spaceship. Um, and so I just would want to see like what some of the mod- more modern stadiums look like growing up in Florida. You know, I went to Jacksonville a lot, Tampa Bay. They don't really have the most modern up to date facilities. So I'd love to see a change there. And then uh, Dallas AT&T stadium. I just, again, it's another one that I think would just be cool to tour as a fan of the NFL and as a fan of football there's a lot of history there too. Um, and I know somebody actually just this weekend that went toward and they do not like the Cowboys at all. And they still said it was awesome. So that definitely helped me make my decision. Um, and then my favorite non CGI action or sci-fi fantasy movie. I don't really know. I feel like they all use special effects in, in some way, but I'll pick a sequence, I guess, from an action movie that I know there isn't any CGI. And that would be, um, 
Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol when Tom Cruise is literally climbing that building in Dubai and he's actually climbing the building because he is just insane like that. Um, But I remember watching it for the first time. I was actually in Green Bay the first time I watched that movie. Um, And we were going to the game the next day and my boyfriend and I were looking to watch something on TV the night before. And I vividly remember being in the hotel room and going, I wonder how they filmed that because it's so tall. They must have had some crazy green screens. And he was like, no, no, no. He's actually climbing the building. And then we went on YouTube for like an hour and a half after and we're looking up all the videos about it and how crazy it is. So um, that was one that just kind of blew me away when I learned that it was all practical and there weren't any special effects. He also hung out on the side of a plane while yeah. it was taking off like a psychopath. I think no, that was the next one, wasn't it? Yeah, he's insane. He also like did the underwater thing where he stayed underwater for like seven minutes or something crazy. And then for this next movie, he like the motorcycle one where he like drives the motorcycle off the cliff. And then apparently for the next one, he's going to space. Uh, I I, I actually there was an interview with him and he was talking about how he um, how he wanted to do the motorcycle thing. And like the stunt director was like, nope, 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 you are not doing that. That is so unbelievably unsafe. You cannot do this. And he's like, so I fired him. And we found a stunt director that said it would be okay to do. And that's yeah. just the way. <laughs> and just- they did it first because they were like, oh, well, d- that's the first thing we're going to shoot because if it doesn't work out and, you know, he, he doesn't make it, <laughs> then he will spend all the money making the movie. <laughs> well, like, we that's cast Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like we, we lost tom cruise so we can't go on like that he's on the record on video talking about yeah we did it first so that we could make sure the movie was good to shoot after uh, as long as i was there we were good that man's a psychopath. he's a madman just he's an absolute psychopath. madman mm-hmm. um stadiums stadiums uh i also have three one the same thing as sarah honestly the first one allegiant um where the raiders play looks amazing for the same thing honestly sofi uh the rams charger stadium out in la looks amazing um i I was trying to think about this because there's way more mlb stadiums i want to like mlb has so much they look a little more distinct there's history behind those and the nfl doesn't have a whole lot of those that i really want to see so i want to see those just because uh they look new and shiny and cool and then uh i don't know what it's called now the denver one i still call it mile high just because i love colorado and i want to go to colorado that's basically what it is i've never been to that stadium and it looks cool so those are mine. And then I stuck with, for the second one, favorite non-CGI action sci-fi. I mean, it's live action. I don't know how much CGI is in it, but this is one This is one of my go-to sci-fi movies that I absolutely love, is Dark City. Came out in 98. Uh, tremendous cast. It's uh, uh, Rufus Sewell, uh, Jennifer Conley, Kiefer Sutherland, William Hurt, handful of other people. And Melissa George is in that for a very short amount of time as well. But that came out same year as The Matrix. So it kind of gets overlooked a little bit, but that's a dark little sci-fi movie with a tremendous concept. So that's, uh, I'm, I absolutely love that movie. Never heard of it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, as far as movie go or uh, stadium goes, I think honestly, like I want to go to Gillette. I want to go to Gillette stadium. I want, and, but only like when it's snowing. Yeah. Every time that you see that and it's just crazy snow coming down, like I always think it looks super cool. So that would be like the one that I really, really would want to go to. Like I've been to Ford Field. I've been to Soldier Field. I have no desire to go to the new Viking Stadium. Um, 
kind of like you said, Dusty, there's there's none of them that like really like, oh, my God, I have to go out and see where the Chargers play or, you know, like say, nothing P- Pittsburgh was cool because that like opens onto like the three rivers. Like that's sure. a cool setting for a game. But I would have never thought I want to go to that state. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like my my thought is that if, if the Packers were, were playing the Patriots at the, you know, the end of the year and I knew it was going to be snowing, like that'd be awesome. That would yeah. be really cool to go see. And then, as far as a non CGI action movie, the one the one I always go back to is The Rock. Like that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Still, every time I, it's on TV, I will still watch it, even if it has commercials. And I know that I own the DVD, I will still watch that movie. Like <laughs> it's just one of those every single time it's going to happen. So, next question. Um, let's see. Okay, so. This goes for everyone. Which depth piece are you rooting for and why? No starters. Can't pick Dylan or anyone on that level. Deep cuts only. So he's he's really uh really going into it. And then the bonus question is, what is your favorite Robert De Niro movie? Dusty, who uh, who's your, I don't know, crush at this point? Like Deep it's, Crush? Is that what it is? Deep Crush, sure. It's Deep Crush. Um, yeah. Goodson, Tyler Goodson's my guy. Uh, big fan of him last year when they, I think they, I think he was undrafted free agent, if I'm not mistaken, and sat on the practice squad all year. And this year he's been getting a little more buzz. Uh, maybe they carry through running backs. I don't know. Jones and Dylan are obviously in place there, but I think Goodson, what he can give you is a little smaller. So uh, some of the pass pro running between the tackles, not, you know, maybe not too much, but good hands out of the backfield, kind of a, kind of a, a Aaron Jones light type of guy and, and kind of a guy you could see if Aaron Jones is not around after this year, which, feel like we've said every year for like the past four years, uh, but maybe Aaron Jones will be back. Who knows? But even if even if he is, I think Tyler Goodson would be a lot of fun in this offense and the different ways they could potentially use him. So I, I'm I'm pounding the table pretty hard for uh, for Tyler Goodson and favorite De Niro movie. I mean, he's got just just wall to wall, man, just a ton of insane movies. The fir- I will say the first one that came to mind was uh, was Cape Fear. Uh, I watched that in high school. I think he, I can't remember if he won an Oscar for that or not. He should have, if he didn't. Um, Tremendous movie. Uh, Very scary. His performance is just totally unhinged and so good. So Cape Fear with a runner up. So, so close is Godfather two. Just, just another, just all time great movie. He's in that less, Uh, you know, they kind of split the time and it's the, the, between him and Pacino there, but uh, it's, he's, it's, he's so good in that. And that movie's amazing. So I will go with those two. I've got about, you know, seven others I could roll through, but that's, that's where I will stop myself. Yeah. Dusty was scrolling through the movie list of uh, Robert De Niro. I kept going like, Oh man, that's awesome. Oh, that's a really good. Oh, how do I know? And he's like, I have to, I have to turn it off. I have to, he's like, I have to close the list. Shut the tab. I can't, I can't keep looking. I can't keep looking. Uh, Sarah, what about you? Is there anybody on the team that's, you know, third string or better that you're thinking about for the Packers? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm always thinking, I feel like, every year about Patrick Taylor. He, he's a guy that's always right on the edge every year, and you never know, do they feel comfortable with just the two, or do they want to have a third guy? And it seems like at some point in the season, he always ends up on the, on the roster. Um, but I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm rooting for him. I think he works hard. He seems to be really well liked by the guys in the locker room consistently shows up despite, you know, not being the number one or two guy. Um, so just personally, you know, rooting for him and, and hope, I hope it works out. And then 
De Niro movie, that's hard, like you've already said. I'd probably go with Goodfellas. I feel like it's just a classic. But this this was a lot. I, I was looking through the <laughs> list and it, it never ended. Um, but I, I'll go with Goodfellas. I feel, I feel confident in that answer, so I'll lock it in. Okay. I mean, I think the clear answer that everybody should be rooting for is Danny Etling. I mean, sure. It, you know, he's going to be beating out Jordan Love, so that's that's a clear and cut and, uh, and concise answer of everybody that you know. That's who you should be cheering for. And then on that same note, I mean, what's your favorite Robert De Niro movie? Bad Grandpa was outstanding. <laughs> Bad Grandpa. We did a competition to see which answer could be worse. <laughs> I legitimately thought that was an SNL skit for a while. I did not know it was a full movie. <laughs> It was it was so bad, but so funny at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I definitely uh, no, I can't even recommend watching. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, last question. Uh, Brian Hartstead wants to know uh, if you could only sign one of these, who would you choose? Mason Crosby, Mercedes Lewis, or Matt Ryan? And your food question is: What's your favorite pudding? Okay. Uh, Sarah, who would you choose out of those three? Uh, Mercedes Lewis. I think he just has it all. He has the veteran experience and leadership and respect of the locker room. We obviously know he's Matt LaFleur's favorite player in the world. Um, And it just seems like everyone loves him. And as this team is kind of going through this new phase together, having someone like that that they can lean on and count on and who's also just – producing on the field, not necessarily making all of the big sexy plays, but making things happen sort of behind the scenes and and clearing the way for guys um, would be helpful when you have a a young developing quarterback like Jordan Love. Um, Food question, favorite pudding? I don't know. I don't really eat pudding. I haven't since I was a child, but I like bread pudding. I think bread pudding's great. So I'll go with that. It has the word pudding in it. So I think it should be an acceptable answer. Um. What the hell is bread pudding? I don't even know. Like, legit, I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, let me... It's almost like a, like a dessert casserole type of thing. I know we've had, like, bur- like my brother will make a bourbon bread pudding. Um, it's kind of like stuffing, but dessert. Like, they're... <laughs> and good. And, yeah. And good. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm the two people who are like, stuffing is horrible. I hate it all. It's awful. <laughs> It's like stuffing and is one of my favorite things. No, it is though. It, it's like almost like pieces of French right. toast is how I would describe it. Like cut up okay. and then there's usually things mixed in it and it's gooey. Sometimes okay. there's fruit on it. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Cinnamony. There's okay. powdered sugar on the top usually. It's, it's quite yeah. good. My brother did a. Um, like I said, he, he he used to do like a bourbon bread pudding for a derby day. The first year he did it, he did not read the instructions, so he soaked the bread before, because before you bake it, you soak the bread in bourbon. So he soaked it for twenty four hours. Then he looked at the instructions afterwards. He said, "Soak it for like one hour." That you, there was like fumes coming off of that stuff. Ooh. It was so good. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm I, I'm same as Sarah. I think uh, Mercedes Lewis is seems the clear and obvious answer here, both for what he can give you on the field, turn of kind of. A, easing into the Jordan Love era. You got a, a guy, a leader, a veteran there, but also bring it up. You drafted two tight ends. Not that you necessarily want your co- your player to be a coach, but you give him some time in the field. And then I remember that was Tunyon talked about that during his big breakout year. 
was how awesome it was to have uh, Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis there. He said, I got to learn blocking from Mercedes Lewis and I got to re- learn the receiving game from Jimmy Graham and some of the nuances from both of those. And it's, it's different learning that from a player. So I think, I think Lewis for me is, is certainly the clear cut answer with Crosby as a two and Matt Ryan. And the, did, did you see Matt Ryan's arm last year? I don't, I, I don't want him. Um, a favorite pudding. Yeah. I haven't thought about pudding in, in probably 10 plus years at this point. So I, I'll just pull, I'll just say tapioca pudding. Cause I remember liking oh. tapioca pudding. I was younger. My mom would make a tapioca pudding that I thoroughly enjoyed. I know it's got the little beads, the the, the tapioca beads or whatever. That's not for everyone. Um, I I always enjoyed it for whatever reason. You do look like a man that would enjoy tapioca pudding. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means at all. uh, I think I would take Mason Crosby. Just a steady guy that I would want on the special teams and – you know, from the dude who hit like sixty percent of his kicks in college, like I don't know how much I love that the the kicker that they drafted, and so you know they got a little extra cash to spend. Mason Crosby's not a bad person; he kicked field goals, and extra points for the Packers another year. So I would take him, and I have no favorite puddings at all. I <laughs> don't eat them. I don't. You're not a pudding like, guy. No, not a pudding guy. Like the the fact that there's like a skin on top of them if you let them sit too long and all that kind of no hard pass like just nothing i'm ever going to go out of my way to eat ever so yeah there you go guys that's going to wrap it up for uh for the week but uh thank you guys for the questions as always but before we go let's do a couple of closing thoughts sarah what do you got for us I don't have anything particularly this week, but just wish everybody a happy and safe 4th of July. Um, you know, I hope you have a great time with friends and family, but also are safe. You know, stay off the roads if you're drinking, Uber, Lyft, whatever it is. Um, and just hope everyone has a great time, enjoys some days off of work and, and can relax with family and friends. Yeah, for me, I've got, I mentioned, I think I mentioned at the top, the uh, this call sheet series I'm working over at Cheesehead TV. That's wrapping up. So today over at Cheesehead will be my uh, high red zone. So looking at plays that work for the Packers between the 11 and the 20-yard the line. And I think I've got six of those. Uh, so that'll be this week. And then next week I'll have low red zone. And that's the end of that series. I've got a couple other things I'll be working on after that. I'm not sure where those will be or when those will be up, but uh, at least today at Cheesehead will be the high red zone plays from the Packers for last year. Cool. Uh, Outside of that, yeah, I really don't have anything. Hopefully everybody has a happy 4th of July. We will have a new episode uh, July 5th with Schneidman, which will be pretty cool. Um, Really excited about that, but yeah. Besides that, thank you guys for listening. As always, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Dusty Evely, at Sarah Kelher4, at Steve Perhatch, and at Packaday Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. And as always, go pack go.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.